0: We have Taya, uh, Taya Rose San Sanvedal. She's, um, she is uh, Tiffany's, our, our oldest daughter. And then we have Jasmine, she's 17. Um, she's our middle daughter. And then uh, Trinity. Um, is 11, she's our youngest
1: daughter. John, we'll we'll start with you. Can you just kind of um, walk us through when you found out about uh, Tiffany's death and, and, you know, we saw your Facebook post, uh, very emotional. Can you tell us um, what was going through your mind? Um, Well, I got a
0: call around um, 10 o'clock that morning from Tiffany's boyfriend. And, um, you know, he called me and he told me, I mean, Or he called Jazzy uh, and told her, you know, if he could talk to me, and he asked me to take the girls to the hospital uh, because uh, Tiffany's been shot. So that, that that's what happened.
1: And so when you guys uh, were, were on your way to the hospital, did you know that um, Tiffany had passed, or were you not sure of the circumstances?
0: To be honest with you, Chris, I, I didn't know what to think, but... You know, the girls and I were praying on the way to um, Queens in in town and we we didn't want to believe it. We just wanted to hope for the best. You know, we always um, pray and, you know, we're just praying and hoping that, you know, everything was okay. That's that's what we're hoping for. Everybody who was involved was okay.
2: All the support that we've gotten has been from all over the nation. I think I've gotten a few from... Different countries. Um, it is definitely overwhelming. I feel like I can't express how thankful I am for all the people sending in their love. But at the same time, I just want to, I just want to put out there that if you know if we don't respond, this is still very fresh for us. This is, um, we're taking it hour by hour, day by day. So. We do thank the ones who, you know, they're sending in their love and their condolences. But it is hard, and we're taking it little by little, and with the support from our family um, that we have coming in, that we have here in Hawaii, that we have coming in from um, all over the states. Um, it'll, I think, will be good. You know, the support is definitely helping us, and just to know that. The Honolulu Police Department has, you know, is very um, proud of our mother. It makes us feel so much better because we know that she was loved, she's a she's a true hero. and we we
3: really appreciate that
1: taya so i know you were um stateside when your mom uh, was killed and and you just got to hawaii now right so what has that that been like having to travel
2: it was um honestly hard when i found out um we were at home it was actually mine and my husband's um day off and when i got the phone call from my sister um i didn't know she was already gone i um, like my dad said earlier we prayed and hoped that she was okay at the hospital as they're on their way over there. But the moment I found out that um, she didn't make it, my world just stopped. And like, I feel this type of numbness that um, hasn't really gone away. Like I said, everything is still pretty fresh, but um, traveling and everything is very overwhelming. It's, It's one thing after another, but, being here with family now in Hawaii, I think it's it's a big shock. I feel like it's starting to hit me, and I'm just thankful that I'm here with my sisters and my dad and um, the rest of
4: my family. Uh, hi, Chris. This is Jazzy. Um, so when we initially, when I got the call in the morning and deep down I I had this feeling that she was going to be okay and that even though on the news I was reading reports as we we're driving to the hospital that she was in critical condition that everything was going to be all right um when we got when we got to the hospital it was it was just so chaotic there's doctors and police running around everywhere I, I, I just didn't know what to feel and to be honest um just like my older sister when the the homicide detective came in and that that's when she broke the news to us and i i collapsed and like i just fell to the floor because uh, like my my heart sank and shattered but i knew that i had to be strong for my mom and from the rest of my family and it, it was just, it's still all chaotic, and then there's still so much more going on, and so many people coming in, giving their love and support, and it, it, it means the world knowing how many lives that my mom has touched and how many hearts that she's changed, and just all over from the world. And it, it couldn't help me more knowing that she's loved by so many and that there's so many people here to help support us and be with us through every step of the way.
1: Can, can you guys tell me about the, the last time you were able to, to speak with your mom? Um,
4: The last time I was able to speak to my mom was um, on Friday. Uh, I was getting off of school because um, during my off periods, I go to the gym, and uh, the last time we FaceTimed, it was... It was just a small conversation, just her at work and just us saying we love each other and just talking about what our day so far. And um, She was telling me how she was getting her, her lashes done and her nails done, and she was just feeling great. And, um, and then the night before everything happened, before she went to work the next day, uh, Saturday night, um, she texted me she wanted to FaceTime me and she, she tried calling me and I didn't answer, which I should have and I tried calling her back, but uh, she was busy watching the Conor McGregor fight. So I, I let her enjoy that moment. <laughs> but um, yeah, the last time I talked to her was <laughs> through FaceTime and I enjoyed that so much.
1: I know, I know it must be so difficult and uh, really tragic for you guys to have not been able to say uh, goodbye to her. Yeah,
4: definitely, definitely. Always wishing it was one more, one more hug, one more. I love you, one more
1: kiss. You know, the few people that we've um, talked to uh, about your mom and just seeing uh, there's so many posts on social media, uh, people describe her as, you know, one woman said she's the life of the party. Another one said her laugh was just so contagious.
2: Yeah, my mom is, she's definitely um, a very real soul. Like, she, her smile is contagious. I'm going to miss her smile the most.
0: She she really wears her heart on her sleeve, Chris. She really does.
1: John, and I know that you guys are, uh, you know, still very close with, with the kids, right?
0: No, definitely. Tiffany and I would talk every almost every single day and yeah, the last time I talked to her was Friday as well. You know, we were talking about the girls' school, Jazzy's wrestling and um you know, just you know, future plans, you know, gearing up for Jazzy's graduation and you know, stuff like that. So Yeah, we were very close, you know, that type of bond, you know, since high school. You cannot kinda take that away
2: from anyone. My mom has even though we're all the way in San Antonio, she um she loves her grandson Matthew so so
3: much. She, um she calls him like every day and I think that's what I'm gonna miss the most is her her being able to see him grow. And just watch him get older and Learn new things, but she was as far as we were—San um, Antonio to Hawaii. She she made it a point to be there and, um, you know, just uh, participate in her her grandchild's life. And it's so sad because um, she's a she's also a grandma of one on the way and. I'm really gonna, it's gonna hurt that she's not going to be here for my baby's birth, but no matter what she's always, she's the best mom any daughter to ask for and the best grandma there ever will be.
2: It's funny, though, because um, my son is so familiar with his uh, Lala. That's what he calls her. Um, it's not grandma or anything. It's Lala. And uh, whenever he sees this picture, he's um, like, Lala, you know, I love you, Lala. He doesn't speak well, but you can tell in his little um, accent. But um, I'm just going to make sure that my son and my um, Baby on the way knows that she loved, she loved her family very passionately. She family was always first. Uh, though she was very busy in her careers and her fitness life, she always put family first, and that's why it's so easy for us. Even though we are so far apart and distance, um, it was so easy for us to you know, share special moments through FaceTime, through um, just simple phone calls and texts and um, group chats. I'm just gonna make sure that, you know, my son and my baby knows that she was always there. She was always making sure that she made time for family and always put family first.
1: I know that uh, the support and the outreach uh, in Hawaii has been, you know, like you guys said, overwhelming and and tremendous. Uh, What about the Guam community? I mean, um, when we found out that that, uh, your mom, Tiffany, was from Guam, you know, Facebook, people were posting or they were sharing the story from um, the Hawaiian news. Uh, So, how is that that Guam uh, connection and the support that they're sending out and the messages of condolences, how has that um, affected you guys?
0: Hey, Chris. So, um, the uh, Senator, I think Senator Santos and um, the Speaker, um, they both reached out to me and they both sent uh, their condolences and, and you know, they both expressed that if we ever need anything, you know, home is not far away and um you know it's crazy right you know being in the military we all the guam people the tomorrow people we we all gravitate towards each other and you know that's expressed through social media and the news and you know the outpours and of comments and messages that i get from guam and and my children as well I, i have people from high school that i haven't spoken to for years uh tiffany's um the 99 um, alumni group of Simon Sanchez, you know, they reached out to me. And, and, you know, it's just, it's amazing that Tiffany has touched so many lives, you know, and and even the people that did not know her, you know, through her actions and her demeanor and everything she's done, you know, it's its being expressed and it's not going unnoticed.
1: Uh, can you kind of so talk... I do appreciate the support. Uh, well, and we, we definitely, um, I mean, it's, it's so overwhelming. I mean, everyone we talk to... It. You know, I, w- I wanted to ask you about uh, Tiffany's drive to protect and serve. You know, people we talk to um, say that, you know, from her job in corrections to uh, you know, the Reserves Air Force to uh, being a police officer there in Honolulu, how uh, important a part of that, um, you know, instinct to protect and serve was, uh, how important was that in terms of, like, Tiffany's personality and the person that she was? Chris?
0: Tiffany, Tiffany was an alpha female, man. She she's a go getter. She's determined. She's driven. She's very hands on. And um, if she has a goal that she sets or a career, she's gonna she's gonna do it, and she's gonna be the best at it. Um, it's back in uh, when I was deployed in 05 in uh, Texas. She was living with uh, her mom and her brothers up in, in Clarksville, Tennessee. And when she called me and she said, hey, I'm a, I'm a deputy sheriff, I, I couldn't believe it, you know? You know, this uh, five foot one, five foot two girl, you know, very pretty, you know? I'm like, no way, girl, that's not, you're not that. And then I come to find out, you know, she sends me a picture and, you know, she fell in love with it, you know? She, she loved to be hands-on, she loved to, um, she saw, she, she liked to, she liked to spread positivity, uh, positivity around the community and with everybody she meets. So, you know, that was her way of, you know, fighting crime and, and doing all that. That was her way of, of giving back to, to, you know, to, to everyone. She, she was very passionate about it. There's, We moved to Hawaii in 2011, um, and she told me, she said, hey, I want to be a Honolulu police officer. And, you know, I, I told her, go for it, girl. Um, but she joined the Air Force first, the Air Force uh, Reserves, and she was also passionate about that as well. So everything she did, she did for the love of her country and her nation and, you know, for her family as well.
1: I mean, if you could say anything to the the man who killed uh, your mom, who killed Tiffany, what, what would you say to that man?
2: Um, for me, I think the first thing that I'd say is that um, you know, um, my mother, she was still very, very young, this man um, who took her life, he was 69 years old, practically lived his entire life just to be senseless and taking not only a, a baby sister's life. She, she was a mother, she was a partner, she was a grandmother, she was my best friend.
0: I know through the hurt and and all the emotions that my girls feel. Um, Tiffany, you know, was a was a Christ and and, and God loving woman, Chris, and she beget, she believes in forgiveness. And as as horrible as this sounds, you know, the the how, as tragic as this incident was, I know Tiffany Tiffany is very fast to um, to love and, and and forgive. You know, She's at, a
2: different side of
0: yeah. Just, just as, just as God, you know, you know, taught us to, to to love our neighbors. So, I I know that's that's what she would feel. I, I deep down in my heart, I do I do know that.
1: John, we got if news. I that... had something... Okay. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Go
0: ahead.
3: Sir. If I had something to say to the man, I would say, Why would you do that? And my mommy didn't deserve it, cause she was just trying to do her job for her family and that man decided to do that to her which I thought was not very good of him
1: do you miss your mommy already? Mm-hmm. What what's one of your favorite memories that you have of your mom? I don't have a
3: favorite memory my whole life she was there for me that was my favorite
2: my favorite memory would be jamming out in the car and us lip singing, or just singing at the top of our lungs with the windows down, coming from the beach. Those are my favorite memories of me and my mom. Chad?
4: Just um, I was I was so lucky to be able to have the opportunity to do a ride along with her um, before any of this happened and. Just, just being there with her and just watching her do her job and just the passion she has for, for being an HPD officer and just wanting to protect her community and not only her community, but she she brought it back home and she always she always watched out for us and I I just think every time that she was, a lot of people, a lot of teenagers, especially my age, they they think their parents are overprotective or they're doing too much and. To me, those moments especially were my favorite because I know that she was doing it out of love and that no matter what she was doing or what she was saying, it's because she knew the best for me. And I think those moments are the moments that I cherish
0: the most.
1: John, we we got wind that there was a a GoFundMe account that was started uh, and someone sent us a screenshot of, uh, I don't know if that was your Instagram or or what, but... um, that is just terrible, and I mean, I don't even know where to start. What was your reaction uh, when when you saw that?
0: Actually, um, one of our good friends, who's also another a fellow H P D officer, um, Barbara, she reached out to me and told me, "Hey, you know, this somebody's trying to uh, gain uh, off of your loss." And you know, to me, it's it's kind of it's you know, it's it is what it is. It's gross. You know, it's disgusting. It's. Yeah, I can't believe that somebody would actually think about doing that. But you know, that is that is the world, that is the reality that we we live in. And um, I just want to let everybody know though that if um, there is a fundraiser or GoFundMe, it would be through you know uh, family members um, and you know the police, the police ops, uh, the police force, um, and even uh, Tiffany's coworker KK. It would be through you know through them and uh family and um feel free to ask if you guys see anything out there you know just to verify um because i do know my brother my brother-in-laws um are you know they're they have people trying to reach out to them to, to get something started so right.
1: you know we we uh read that there's a candlelight vigil tomorrow and you know people are wondering about uh if there's going to be rosaries on guam or you know funerals or any type of memorial uh, to you know, uh... Uh,
0: yeah. So as soon as Tiffany's brothers come in, um, uh, Tiffany's mom is here as well with us. But as soon as um, Tiffany's brothers come in, we will figure that out. But I, I am sure we're going to do a, uh, a rosary here in uh, Honolulu um, or in Hawaii, and the candlelight vigil is actually uh, Tiffany and I's good friend uh, Dave Newman who owns a uh, restaurant here in um, Hawaii called Pine and Jigger. He, um, you know, he's a dear friend, and he wa- he wanted to, to do this. Uh, him and uh, several other friends wanted to get together and have this uh, candlelight uh, vigil, you know, in remembrance of, of Tiffany. So... Well, we, that, that's
1: what that is. We definitely thank you guys uh, for your time. And, you know, KUAM, uh, we offer our uh, deepest condolences, and um, we, we're we just sending up prayers to uh, you and, and your family and for um, Tiffany, of course. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank guys. Thank
0: you so, so much.
2: Thank
1: you. God bless you guys, and uh, let us know if there's anything we can do to help, okay? All
0: right, Chris. Thank you so
1: much. Thank you, John. See you, girls. All right, bye. Okay staff.